Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. We all hope by the time this show broadcasts that the hostages being held by Hamas in the Israel-Hamas conflict have been released. That conflict, which started October 7th, now about to go into its fifth month. However, that being said, on February 15th, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that a deal on the release of the hostages held by Hamas remains possible, but very hard, very hard issues remain to be resolved. Among the issues, the ratio of Hamas prisoners to hostages that would be released And the proposed timing suggested for a ceasefire. Now, according to reports, on October 7th, approximately 253 hostages were taken, among them babies, the youngest being a nine month old. Oh, my goodness. Children, teenagers, men, women, and elders. Currently, the reported number is that there are approximately 134 hostages still believed to be held, although we do not know how many are still alive. Some may ask, what can I do about it? Others, such as Nama Shaked, will take action. You know, there is an old African proverb that says, if you think you are too small to make a difference, then you have never spent the night in a room with a mosquito. Indeed, everyone can make a difference. And Nama is trying to do just that. Nama, a Cary, North Carolina resident who moved to North Carolina from Israel almost 11 years ago, has been working diligently on the hostage situation, arranging marches, rallies, and advocating for the release of the hostages. Most recently, She arranged a forum of families of hostages that arrived to Raleigh to speak with government officials and with the media to tell their stories. Let's talk to her about her efforts now. Welcome, Nama. Hi, Mary. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I want to start off by first uh, learning a little bit about the organizations you've been involved with in an effort to bring the hostages home. 
Definitely. So the organization I am dealing with and have been dealing with in the past few months um, is called the Hostages and Missing Families Forum. This forum has been um, arranged pretty much about two to three days after October 7th happened uh, because people has re had realized that the, the government in Israel was a little bit confused and there was a lot of mess and that the families of the hostages needed help. So it was arranged by um, citizens in Israel that opened it and it became very, very big because of that. And all the almost all of the families that have hostages are part of this organization. Um, and the organization is helping the the families uh, both in negotiation with the Israeli government and with also getting them to all over the world to talk and tell their stories and speak with um, important people such as um, government officials uh, as well as the uh, Red Cross and so on. Fabulous. So um, you've also been involved with forums in legislatures, and um, I want to find out how did all that go? The, it all started by the forum contacting me here. Uh, they wanted to get people here to North Carolina and have the government officials uh, meet with the families and hear a little bit about their stories and put a little bit more pressure in here as well. Um, to create a situation where the the pressure will come from North Carolina into the into Washington D.C. Um, that um, that form contacted me to help and uh, with with all of the arrangements in here. Um, so what I've done is basically connected with um, government officials, including the Office of Government Co uh, um, Cooper, Government Cooper, as well as other. Uh, government people, both Democrats as well as Republicans, and requested to have them meet with the families that were arriving here. So little by little, and it, it all, well, it's not little by little, it all happened pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, within about two weeks, we were able to arrange a lot of meetings, um, including meeting Governor Cooper. They had a bipartisan uh, meeting with uh, Democrats and Republicans. Senators, uh, local senators, um, and the Speaker of the House as well has invited them to come. Um, and we also were able to arrange for them to meet with um, with the media. And of course, with the Jewish community, and not just the Jewish community, there were um, people that came in from the Christian community as well, and even the Muslim community that came to listen and hear their stories. That's amazing. You could put that together so quickly. So did you feel it had any kind of impact? I do think it had some impact. Um, a lot of people don't realize what the families are going through, as well as what has happened with the hostages. Um, there's a lot of talk and uh, demonization of Israel in the media currently, and not enough talk about what's going on with the families and, and, and their loved ones that are currently being held by Hamas. And that is creating a problem because people tend to forget. So this has helped um, people realizing a little bit more about the stories, understanding mm -hmm. what has happened. Um, and it definitely helped. And it also 
I feel picked up um, the want of people to help those families and create um, more um, pressure on both the local government as well as the Washington government um, to help those families mm-hmm. and, and help with getting those hostages back. Good. And and that's kind of why I, I've asked you to uh, speak with us today so that we can put a face to all this that's going on. And, and as a reminder, you know, it's real hot when it first starts and everybody's like, Oh my goodness. And then you go away in your everyday life and you forget, well, you don't really forget, but it's, you're not so engulfed in um, what these people are going through. And that's why I'd like you to share some of the information because you are in contact with these families and, and indeed someone who actually was a hostage and came back and, uh, one lady that has, she was released, but her husband is still in captivity. So that's a whole nother side of the coin. So tell us a little bit about from, you know, what you've been told and these families have shared about what they went through as a hostage first. And then secondly, for someone like this, uh, one person who's, who was released, but her husband is still there. I mean, the, the fear, the, you know, what's going on. I mean, oh my gosh, the torture just, even when you're released, really. Part of the delegation that arrived here, we had um, Hilal Rotem, who came in with her uncle and his wife. Um, Hilal is a 13-year-old girl, and she was kidnapped with um, her mom, Raya, uh, from Kibbutz Berry on October 7th uh, with another girl. Her name is Emily, um, which a lot of people know about Emily because her dad was talking a lot in the American media as well as the British media because he's, if I remember correctly, he's from um, England originally. And they were kidnapped and um, taken as hostages um, and were staying in Gaza for about two months. And she came over to to talk and tell her story, which I thought was extremely brave. She's the only child that was uh, was able and willing to come over and talk and tell her story. Um, Again, this shows, you know, that it's not just men that were uh, taken. It's also kids that were taken. her story um, is pretty bad. She, her and her mom and Emily were staying in a safe room uh, during October 7th and were, the, the Hamas people came into their house. Um, Hila and Emily were able to jump out of the window and run away, but the Hamas took her mom. But while they were trying to run away, the Hamas people were able to find them and took them as well. Um, they were taken into another family's house um, that uh, they were staying there for a few hours. And then from that house, they were sent to um, to Gaza. Um, the story of, of them staying in that house is very heartbreaking because there was another kid in there that was 13 year old that uh, was taken um, was asked by the Hamas to go into other houses in the kibbutz and knock on the doors and call for help and they used him in order to get people to open the doors uh, which has happened Um, they murdered that way a lot of people and at the end of it they also murdered that kid and 
in addition, um, they took uh, the family. Some of some of his fa family was killed, and then some of it was uh, kidnapped as well. So um, Hila has gone through a lot. She's seen terrible things. She um, she was staying in actually a, a teacher's. Uh, it, uh, now we know it's an UNRWA teacher house uh, with um, her mom. They barely got food. They barely got water. Um, when they came back, they lost a lot of weight. Um, they were um, told not to speak or speak very, very quietly. So when they came back, both Emily and her were barely you couldn't even hear them because oh, they gosh. got used to talking so low mm. um they lost a lot of weight as i said and they have um they had lice all over them oh gosh um which was extremely hard and um and the things that she's seen has been very very difficult um can you give us an idea was, of, of the things she that she saw that you're referring to Yes, um, she has, um, she was with two other, uh, one woman um, about, I want to say, um, I think she's 18 year old. Um, and I'm saying woman, but she's not, she's still a child in mm -hmm. my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I have a 17 year old uh, girls mm -hmm. and, and, you know, <laughs> um, and then another guy, um, she's stayed with them in the same house and with her mom. And they used to take the guy and, and beat him in front of them. Mm -hmm. um, they used to take guns and put them in, uh, onto Hila's and Emily's head mm -hmm. and tell them to not speak. Oh. Um, and, and you know, it's they heard, of course, the bombing that has been going out outside. Sometimes mm -hmm. the, the, you know, they were, sometimes they were in a house, sometimes they were in a, um, in, in under the ground in all of these tunnels. But um, but it was um, it was she's not talking about everything and she's not telling everything, but she's definitely what she shared has been horrifying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll tell you one thing that for me during that time that they were here, that was very, very heartbreaking is that the um, the guy that was in that was in the same location with them was fine when fine as much as he could um when they left he was alive and during the time they were here uh we got the news that he was um murdered no. and my girls were with her at that time because she needed a little bit of a teenager time she didn't want to do everything um and she she broke because of that she cried mm. it was very very difficult for her um and and that just shows you a little bit of what these families are going through. Mm -hmm. um, that's not only dealing with coming back for some of them, but it's also of that that psychological war that the Hamas is creating for for these families, mm -hmm. and it's very very difficult. Mm -hmm. And indeed, um, go ahead. Yes. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. And then regarding um, what you were saying, um, so in fact, the, the other person I want to talk about is someone that is that was born in North Carolina, 
he lived um, some of his life in um, in the northern part of Chapel Hill. Um, and his name is Keith. Keith has moved to the United States. He met his wife, and they moved to the United to sorry to to Israel um, after and after a while. And um, they moved in Israel to um, Kibbutz Kfar Aza. Um, they've lived there for forty two years, and they have kids. They have grandkids, and they were kidnapped. Both both him and his um, wife has been kidnapped during October 7th. His wife, Aviva, has, was one of the hostages that were returned during the ceasefire. And Keith has stayed in, um, in Gaza. Uh, what Aviva is saying is that, first of all, and that's something we didn't know until Aviva came back, is that he got hurt during the time that they were um, taken. Mm. Um, he's, um, I, I, something with his lung he he's he's not doing very very well mm-hmm. um he is supposed to get medicine and he is not getting it hopefully he will now but he was not getting his medicine um and they were mostly together during that time which which is wonderful um in a way i know it's weird to say wonderful but it's they were able to see each other and they were able to be together uh, during the time that they were in Gaza. Um, Aviva came back and she has been not only advocating for the return of her husband, but she has been telling the stories of what she saw, mainly about women that were with her. Again, 18, 19 year old women, um, they're being raped mm-hmm. and being tortured mm-hmm. and she saw things that she's telling everybody like some of them are being um dressed like dolls and asked to do things that are very degrading yeah. um some of them are being taken aside and coming back crying um she was telling a story about one of those girls that um were the some of the hamas were putting blankets on top of her and um and beating her in front of of Aviva so Mm. it's it's very 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 difficult what these hostages are going through Mm -hmm. and um she's also advocating uh, advocating for Keith we don't know currently what's what's going on with him and if he's alive or not we're hoping he is um, he also lost a lot of weight. His uh, medical condition was not great. Um, Aviva has lost a lot of weight when she came back, but she is such a strong woman, and she's really talking with anybody that would want to, and telling Keith and and her story. Um, and and these are just you know two hostages currently um, that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's so many more. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's heartbreaking because some of them we don't know how they are. Um, we have the Bibas family, which they were kidnapped, and it's a very famous story that a lot of people have heard. Um, the 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 babe, it's a baby. Um, he was nine months when they got kidnapped. His brother was four, and his mom and his dad. And we don't know what's going on with that family. Um, none of them were returned in any of the ceasefires that were um, happening and um, 
this is just an example of, of the cruelty and of, of these people that did October 7th. I mean, and, and you're using the exact right word, the cruelty. This goes way beyond a negotiation ploy or, you know, something that they use to that. Because if that was the case, they would just be there. They wouldn't be tortured and raped and uh, have medicine withheld and so forth. So, um, you know, it's it's just... Ugh. And I'm, and I know it was hard for you to share all that. And I appreciate it because, you know, it is very heartbreaking, but I, you know, knowledge is power. And I think, you know, we have to let people know what is going on there. Um, because, you know, you have to put a face with the number to say there's 134 hostages is one thing to say, this is what they are going through, um, is a whole different a whole different story. So, and for these four poor people, you know, you know, two these hostages long after the war is over, the war will not be over for them because they will have these scars with them forever. And yes. also the situations with, you know, the not knowing, you know, the not knowing, I mean, you know, my daughter's 10 minutes late for a dinner and I'm like, I'm not knowing, is she in an accident <laughs> or, you know, is she have a flat tire? I'm not knowing what's going on. I'm scared for her. So for these poor uh, families of the hostages that they don't know if their loved one is still alive or in what kind of condition. And, you know, uh, people that, you know, just don't even live in the area again, they will forever be affected by this experience. So. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. It's, it's also heartbreaking that it seems like the world is moving on and these people cannot, they are stuck in place. All they do all day long is advocate for their family members mm -hmm. and call for everybody, including for the Israeli government and, and for the Hamas and for the American government, for everybody to help them get their loved ones back. Mm -hmm. And and it is these are humans. This is not this is this has nothing to do with anything else except for innocent people that had they're not soldiers, they're not anything like that. They're just innocent people that were taken mm -hmm. and their families and their life has stopped. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, this, this becomes your full-time job trying to get your family back. Exactly. And, uh, exactly. you know, and, and, and we all need to just stop a minute and again, not just equate this to a number and equate this to, you know, what if somebody came in your kitchen right now and took your family away? You know, you have to just kind of see the full picture sometime to really get, involved in care. And, and speaking of that, what are the next steps for you and the organization? I mean, where do you all go from here? We are going to continue to advocate. Um, the, there is a lot of pressure that is being put on the Israeli government um, to help with this process. And also we are, um, we are asking and would like for people to help us with that so call and contact your government officials local as well as in washington and ask them to help and call for the re return of these hostages um, talk about it 
read the the hostages story um you can find on the on the forums website all the stories and the pictures of these people um understand a little bit more about what these families and their their loved ones are going through and just help and share that and help other people know that they can and it would be helpful to put pressure mm-hmm. so that that's what we're keeping on doing also making sure that these families are getting the medicine that they were sent to um which we we heard that some of them have received the medicine we don't know if the rest of them have so the 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 work with the red cross on this um as well as the french government is continued so anything we can do to help and anything we can do to put pressure on on their return is what what is being done um we will do some more things here in the triangle some more rallies um some more exhibitions uh just for people to understand a little bit more but um but other than that you know we we just keep on pushing mm-hmm. pushing forward okay so uh is there a website that you could share so people can be aware of these rallies or you had said that they can go uh search out some of the stories and and other information involved with this certainly um so if um people will write on google bring them home now um they will get into the um into the uh hostage and missing families forum that's the best website you can also contribute some money towards that uh organization and those families um and then you can also read all the stories um and and basically it's bringthemhomenow.net and this is the pl- best place i think to use you can also use that website they have a quick link that will send um according to your location it will send to all of your senators your your local as well as your um uh federal senators it will send an an email with your request of them to push uh for the return of the hostages it it literally takes 30 seconds to do it mm. so um it's a great website to go to and and get all of the information it just you know it's so well organized in such a short period of time and mm-hmm. a lot of thanks goes to you for that and i also thank you for being here with us today and you know spreading awareness thank you thank you so much for letting me do this um this is very important cause and and there's a lot of people involved in this and 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 I'm just a a small part of this a very small part but but the fact that you're allowing me to speak about this and tell their that these family stories um is is I'm I'm thankful for that. Well, you are very welcome. And again, thank you cuz I know it's heartbreaking for you to have to have to talk about all this. So, I appreciate that, Nama. You have a wonderful day. you as well. So, you know, big thanks to Nama for sharing this compelling story. It is time now to high five and say goodbye. I'm Mary Insbrucker for Triangle 411. Today's pocket be the light. <laughs>